0: Thank you for that. We'll take your Bibles back to Acts chapter number two. If you'll give me a minute, I have to let my eyes adjust. I was too close to Will's jacket right here. So. All right, we're good to go. I think I can read my Bible now. And uh, He'll be leaving. When do you leave to go back to school? Saturday, and Brenda's leaving Wednesday, head back, so pray for them uh, as they prepare to head back to school and finish up uh, this year. Acts chapter number 2, and uh, we'll read our text. You can remain seated. Uh, We'll begin reading in verse number 41. The Bible says, Then they that gladly received His word were baptized, and the same day there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and in breaking of bread and in prayers. And fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done by the apostles. And all that believed were together and had all things common, and sold their possessions and goods, and parted them to all men, and every man had need. And they continued daily with one accord in the temple, and breaking bread from house to house, did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. Our Heavenly Father, I pray that you bless. Our time together this afternoon, Lord, speak to our hearts, please, in Jesus' name, amen. Uh, Of course, as uh, mentioned, uh, I'm going to basically, I have like a a mind map, uh, and if you don't know what that is, um, uh, you can look at it later if you want, but it's like brainstorming. So every year as I think about the theme, uh, I brainstorm with different verses and texts, and uh, and from that I'm able to uh, kind of plan out whether it's a series of messages or a topic, uh, all connected to uh, the theme. Uh, but part of, uh, of the whole uh, year uh, is focusing on the word continue, uh, continuing, uh, and steadfast or steadfastly. And, uh, and I didn't really spend much time on that this morning. And so really uh, to continue uh, this, the word actually in the text uh, means to be earnest toward, or to uh, to basically have serious intention. Uh, so, a goal uh, for this next year is for us to be very intentional, uh, serious about uh, the church. Uh, if you're, some of you remember that we're in my Sunday school class, we just finished uh, going through the book of Acts, uh, and it took us a while to go through. Uh, I'm not planning to redo that in the service times, but we will be uh, looking at um, churches as they're planted and started, what their focus. Uh, focuses were, uh, how God blessed them, Uh, some of the the biblical um, people involved in that and what characteristics and traits that they have that we can uh, apply to our own life. Uh, But uh, continuing means perseverance uh, and we need more of that. Uh, And uh, there are, I don't know the statistics, um, you know, statistics are, you know, they're hard to trust, but I know it's high in the number of churches that are closing their doors uh, the number of pastors that are uh, quitting the ministry for i mean, numerous reasons, some for health and stuff like that. I mentioned praying for Brother Morrison uh, this morning, or I mentioned him, pray for him at Gospel Light Baptist Church in Walkertown, and so he has ALS, and so he just resigned, and that's Brother Beckham's pastor. Uh, but there are a lot of places where um, there's a need. Uh, I th- thought somebody had said, um, who was it? Um, wherever, it's like North Carolina or something, I was talking to a guy that used to live out here in Washington State, uh, and there are over 300 and something churches. Uh, he may have said 500 um, churches, not all of them independent Baptist churches, but, uh, but Baptist and Bible churches and things like that, where, where there's, no, there's no pastors uh, that are pastoring them. And so perseverance, or to be uh, constantly diligent uh, in the activities of the local church, or uh, to adhere closely to, or attend continually. So we'll look at that word continue and it's in its number of ways that it's used in the Bible, uh, and of course steadfastness, or steadfastly, uh, so several of the verses that I'll mention today uh, have those words in it. Uh, it's firm purpose, steadily directed, uh, unwavering. Our faith is supposed to be an unwavering faith. Uh, God says if it's unwavering, we pray He'll answer uh, our prayers, uh, but firmly established. Uh, We have a firm foundation. So it's looking at the apostles' doctrine uh, and then continuing uh, in a firm, steadfast, uh, direct way, purposeful, intentional way this year. It means that we're going to be resolute, hopefully, firm, uh, unwavering uh, in the spiritual disciplines that God lays out for us uh, in the New Testament. Um, church is a, um, it's been kind of, it's devolved. Not, I'm not saying our church has, but church in general uh, to, you know, entertainment venues. We know that um, doctrine has just been set aside. Uh, it's more focused on social uh, issues or um, a taking the fellowship side uh, of it, like I mentioned this morning, to an extreme, to one way, to where it's just a social uh, event. Uh, and, uh, you know, coffee, I'm, I love coffee, uh, and, but, uh, but uh, people working coffee shops throughout the service uh, and people just come in and go in and uh, just like it's, a, you know, you're at a movie or something. You just run out, get a snack at the, the snack shop and come back in and, uh, and finish out the show. Uh, and, uh, and it's sad, uh, but the average Christian doesn't think that. Uh, they think it's cool uh, and, it's, uh, and it's okay and whatever, uh, but what God lays out in the Bible, and it's really simple, uh, and, uh, and there's no really um, uh, secret formula to success. It's just really uh, obeying the scripture and what God wants. So resolute, firm, unwavering spiritual disciplines that bless the lives of those in the book of Acts, in the Jerusalem church, in the churches that were started. Uh, and, and by the way, right away, um, as soon as those churches were established, all of the, the competing philosophies uh, of the time um, permeated into the churches and they struggled from day one. Uh, so we have to be on the lookout for those. and uh, And when we see false teaching, and false teaching can come into a church by... Uh, today, not even by a person uh, who a false teacher showing up, but the influences of uh, of uh, social media, uh, books, uh, podcasts, of course, uh, uh, all of the of like that we are cast about by every wind of doctrine. And then we have questions and this and that, and then we bring it into uh, the local church. But in Acts chapter number two, uh, we have a pattern laid out for us in the verses that we read. So there's everything from, uh, from the talking about doctrine. So we're going to look at um, specifically the disciples, the apostles, the apostles that wrote um, Bible uh, books under inspiration uh, and the doctrine uh, from those apostles that we're supposed to focus on and continue in, and, uh, and but beyond that, of course, obviously uh, <clears throat> we are we to obey the gospels and uh, in, in the words of Christ. Uh, but uh, but Jesus uh, is the one uh, who wrote the entire book. I think I mentioned in Sunday school uh, one of the uh, false teaching in churches. One of the primary patterns. Uh, Is that when New Testament apostolic doctrine uh, is preached or taught, it's it's undone or um, counteracted by words of Jesus from the Gospels? So when God tells us that we're supposed to continue steadfastly in the Apostles' doctrine, uh, for example, um, you know, they're, um, say, standing up for something that's right, opposing. Um, something that's, that's wrong, um, Christians will quote the Lord from the Gospels and say, well, we're supposed to love and, and, uh, and turn the other cheek and those types of things. So um, Jesus is God. He e Trump's disciples, uh, and so they kind of go that route. Uh, but um, God wants us to, uh, to live our lives uh, according to all of it, Uh, but to focus and continue steadfastly in doctrine. So we're going to look at doctrine uh, and uh, um, what is doctrine, uh, but then doctrinal positions that have been laid out by uh, those disciples who God used to write portions of Scripture. Of course, the Apostle Paul, (coughs) uh, one of the the main ones uh, who uh, we will look at throughout the, the course of the time. Then I mentioned fellowship, of course. Uh, And not just fellowship hall, fellowship around food uh, and uh, communal meals, which we had today. And by the way, we almost ran out. Uh, It was close. And so uh, I've uh, said we need to add 25% more chicken, 25% more sandwiches to the next time we order those. And uh, and I was standing out there. I was like, well, I'm like looking at people and counting. But we made it. Uh, And is anybody hungry? Not even the teenagers? All right, we got a, we got a couple of the young, the young guys uh, that are hungry. And uh, so we'll try to find you a snack uh, here in a little bit. So fellowship, then breaking of bread. And it means uh, in this passage of Scripture, both the Lord's Supper and also uh, the um, communal meals. So we're going to take an extra amount of time and look at um, how it was instituted, of course, with the Lord. Uh, what they were instructed to do uh, here in Acts chapter number 2. What it turned into, uh, because uh, um, we're human beings, uh, and what God intends from First Corinthians chapter number 10 and 11, then also uh, explain in more detail than what I would normally do during Easter week uh, why it is that our church in particular does the Lord's Supper once a year, uh, and also why, uh, even though we do it once a year, we reserve the right uh, to, at times, um, do it more. We haven't, uh, but, uh, but there, there may be uh, a time that we will do that uh, in the future. Uh, as often as you do it in remembrance of me doesn't mean often. Uh, it means that when you do, you do it the right way, and the church uh, had turned their communal meals uh, the Lord's Supper at the end. Uh, and then um, it was just, uh, uh, and back then that people would bring food, some didn't have any, some, it was different, right? And uh, so God instructed them to eat at home. Uh, and when they assembled to do the Lord's Supper uh, and to remember, uh, and to commemorate uh, His body uh, and His blood. And then prayer uh, is uh, another focus. Uh, we haven't had, and we won't have Brother Beckham back for a prayer revival I think till next year or the year after that <clears throat> and pray for him like I mentioned his pastor uh, they have moved their membership uh, to different places since we've known them uh, from uh, over in uh, different places well anyways in Walkertown uh, pray for brother Morrison and for that church and that was the church uh, Dr. Bobby Robertson um, uh, pastored uh, for many 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 years and so they need uh, some direction but prayer um, I had here, um, you know, of course, unity, one accord. I was trying to think of the joke, you know, what the, uh, how the disciples get around, uh, and they did it in one accord. Uh, and uh, but that's not the joke. But I couldn't remember the joke. Uh, and uh, but unity was something that was stressed, obviously in the New Testament. But prayer uh, is another uh, area uh, where we'll have uh, a focus. And uh, and so I'm going to have you turn to a couple of scriptures, uh, and we'll make our way down through them quickly. Uh, so beyond uh, the the four main things uh, that we read in Acts two forty two, uh, we're going to look at unity and uh, uh, fellowship. Um, meals and, and all of that. Uh, we're going to make a, an exerted uh, effort, an extra effort in this next year to um, to prepare ahead of time um, meals when we have people in hospitals and different stuff. We'll we'll go ahead and we'll um, have like uh, get-togethers. We'll cook all the food and we'll put it up uh, and freeze it so that uh, if somebody goes in the hospital, it's ready. Uh, if um, after a certain amount of time, uh, if uh, if it's not. Needed, uh, we'll cook it up at one of the other fellowships that we have and redo that uh, so that the food is uh, more fresh, etc. Uh, but the Bible says in Colossians 4, verse number 2, uh, to continue uh, in prayer and watch uh, in same with thanksgiving. We know that we're supposed to pray, pray without ceasing. Uh, prayer should be, um, uh, first of all, supplication and prayers be made. Uh, prayer needs to be a priority. Um, our least attended meeting uh, of our church is our prayer meetings on Sunday morning. I would love to see that bolstered, where we come, we come in at nine thirty, uh, and we pray for the service, pray for our guests, pray for me uh, as I get ready to preach, and uh, and, uh, and all of that. But just to, to pray uh, for God uh, to bless. Uh, we will also uh, in in our. Our meetings, our assembly, uh, we are going to do more prayer and take more time with it. Not just on Wednesday nights, but on Sunday evenings, uh, we'll spend more time. We might we might pray more uh, at the beginning of our services on Sunday morning, uh, before we get into everything. Uh, but an increase uh, in prayer, since the Word of God tells us that we're supposed to continue in it. In First Timothy chapter number two, uh, if you turn there, uh, we have our. Um, Ladies' meetings uh, and our mother-daughter uh, banquets, uh, and uh, there are passages of scripture that lend themselves to the theme. Uh, in continuing uh, verses like First Timothy chapter two fifteen, notwithstanding, she'll be saved in childbearing if they continue in faith, charity, holiness. Sobriety. So uh, there are four areas just in that one verse that God wants uh, the ladies uh, to continue in. And so there's going to be some um, teaching, uh, some preaching uh, on uh, faith, uh, continuing in faith. There's other verses around that. Uh, love, uh, charity, uh, holiness, and sobriety. Uh, and uh, so uh, a focus uh, that, uh, for continuing for, uh, for godly women. Uh, in Romans chapter number 12 Uh, in verse number 12 there's a verse there that says that rejoicing in hope uh, patient in tribulation continuing instant in prayer and uh, so uh, instant we're supposed to be instant in season season when it comes to preaching but also instant uh, in prayer Uh, and uh, having said that um, I'm going to be uh, I'll be calling on people um, not just how we would do you know, for our offerings. And um, I think some people are afraid to usher because they might have to pray uh, out loud for people. And it can be nerve-wracking, and, and, and you psych yourself out and you, know, and you, uh, you know, mix up all the words and those types of things. Uh, but um, impromptu prayer uh, to where we're instant in it. And there'll be times where, um, like, like I mentioned, praying for Brother uh, uh, Morrison, uh, and where uh, I say, let's let's stop, let's pray for him right now. Hey, you, 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 uh, and let's and let's pray for him because we need to be instant in prayer. Um, and the idea for prayer and praying without ceasing, uh, I heard it said years ago uh, at a seminar, uh, it says you get a hold of God early in the morning and then you shoulder the phone for the rest of the day. For, for all you young people, we used to have phones that were attached to cords. Uh, and they were a little bit bigger and you could, you could kind of do that. It's hard to do with a little iPhone, it slips off. Uh, and, uh, but, uh, but shoulder the phone, uh, get a hold of God, then shoulder the phone for the rest of the day, uh, praying without ceasing. Uh, so we'll have uh, a series of messages on prayer. Uh, we will, uh, we will uh, make ourselves pray more. Uh, of course, challenge you uh, from the, uh, the Gospels about your prayer closet uh, in increasing uh, not just the amount of time, uh, but uh, fervency. Uh, the Bible says the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man. Uh, so maybe we'll have to focus on righteous uh, and righteousness uh, if we want our prayers uh, answered from God. Um, and so there'll be uh, some lessons in some series of messages on prayer. In Romans 11, in verse number 22, uh, the Bible verse there says, Behold therefore the goodness and the severity of God on them which fell, severity, but toward thee, goodness, if thou continue in his goodness, otherwise thou also shall be cut off. Um, you've heard me many, many times uh, focus on uh, blessings and cursings, uh, obedience and what that uh, results in our life versus disobedience, uh, goodness of God, uh, and versus the severity of God. Um, we you cannot read the Bible uh, and uh, and come to the conclusion that God doesn't bless obedience with goodness. All right, and uh, so continuing uh, in that uh, theme uh, of continuing in His goodness, living for the Lord. Uh, so messages on personal holiness and walking with God, not just with prayer, uh, but in our service in, 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 to Him and to each other uh, in the local church, um, doing more um, uh, things for other people uh, just to do them. Um, I was, uh, <clears throat> uh, well, last weekend I was gone, I was in Wisconsin, and uh, in part, what I, when I, what I did when I was there, I went there for... Um, a fellowship meeting, uh, the Lake Superior Conference on Preaching, which I, um, I try to attend each and every year <coughs> to support um, Pastor Wagon Shoots and the church there. And, uh, and they have a couple times more Mrs. Wagon Shoots than anything. It's like, hey, you know, maybe you should come early and help us cook. You know, and I'm like, ha, 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 whatever. And, uh, and so when I decided I was going to go, I decided that's what I was going to do. And, uh, and so I really spent, I didn't, I didn't get to listen to one message. Uh, during the whole conference because I was cooking. And I was cooking in this kind of weather uh, and outside with a smoker. And so uh, when I heard on the news that we're having dangerous, severe weather, uh, I was like, okay, whatever. Uh, And, uh, you know, so, but I'm saying all that to say this. um, Those times of, uh, there's stressors in life and difficulties or whatever, but serving, doing um, doing for others is when you get out of your own head, uh, and you do for somebody else. It helps you, and so even though it was tiring, uh, cold, and all the things, um, it was still good, uh, and it was therapeutic, and it was it was it was God. God likes that kind of thing. So as we serve others, so there might be people uh, in the church that are going through difficult times that I might challenge to uh, to serve. Uh, And do other things for other people uh, because that's one of the ways that God helps us to move through uh, the different crises uh, in our life. And so um, the goodness of God. Hebrews 13 verse number one says, Let brotherly love continue. Uh, so, love, love for one another, fellowship, of course, is kind of encompasses all of that. Uh, but brotherly love should continue. Um, uh, th- if you have aught uh, with a brother, fix it, get it right. Um, like I say, getting to know people, the fellowships, all of that. Uh, I'm going to be challenging uh, folks uh, throughout the year to host people in their homes. Um, uh, years ago, we used to do these Sunday night fellowships where we had Um, The people that were willing to host people in their homes and then the church provided um, a specific kind of um, protein like we had like we did sandwiches like beef sandwiches and stuff and then the host would provide a salad or whatever but but to bring people into your home new uh, visitors uh, new families. Uh, and, uh, and to get them there, to get to know them, share your testimony. Uh, so we'll be looking for people who are uh, willing to host people uh, and, uh, and to be hospitable uh, and, to, and to really um, um, stretch ourselves in that way. I believe it pleases the Lord, and I also believe it's, if it's key uh, to um, uh, one of the keys uh, to a happy church. Uh, and uh, and I've, I've heard more people in this last year than I've ever heard uh, who have been uh, put off uh, by um, whether it's a lack of friendliness uh, or greeting, um, or um, they've come to come to church and uh, people haven't uh, spoken to them. Uh, now, I, don't, I understand and know that's why people. It's not why people go to church, but it's important. Yeah. And uh, and so we have to make sure that we're engaging visitors. Uh, the idea is that if you see a, a visitor, it constitutes an emergency. Uh, that means you go by them, you, you, you ask them if you can sit with them. Uh, or, hey, we're having a meal today. Uh, uh, take them uh, to the line first, cut. You, you, if you see somebody cutting in line uh, with visitors, that's what we want. Uh, and, uh, because we don't want a visitor coming, get in the back of the line, and then not get any food. Amen. Right. So, so letting brotherly love uh, continue. Um, Hebrews 13, verse 15. Let him, therefore, let us offer a sacrifice of praise to God continually. Uh, so, uh, singing, um, praising God, uh, worship uh, in that aspect. Again, uh, giving is worship, uh, praying is worship. Uh, when we say worship services, it encompasses all of that. Uh, but there should be a praise uh, in, of God continually incorporating um, uh, praises uh, into your personal devotion. We, um, uh, by the way, we did have intercessor Bibles come in. Did we get those handed out to the people who... Okay, so we got them. Uh, Brother Beckham sent me one for free. Uh, praise the Lord! And so I got one uh, that uh, back in my office. Uh, but um, uh, but having and accompanying your devotional time with singing, uh, and uh, we all know it, that memorizing scripture uh, and putting uh, that to music is one way uh, that we'll put that into practice uh, this next year. First um, John two verse number nineteen. Um, talking about um, ecclesiastical separation or uh, the um, who we fellowship with and we don 't, um, recognizing uh, that there are some uh, that said the Bible says in first John two nineteen no doubt would have continued with us, but they went out that it might be manifest that they were not all of us, uh, so um, a focus to some respect uh, or identification of uh, for the health and Preventive maintenance and warning, um, um, helping you. to... S- sometimes people come to say, "I'm I'm reading after this person. Are they okay?" And uh, and if I don't know them, I'm like, "I don't know." Uh, but there are times where it's like no, like I just think of you know the, the little poison symbol with the skull and what like flee from. Don't is this bad news. It's not worth uh, the the what you can glean from it is not worth the damage that it may cause. Uh, so there are people that have left the independent Baptist um, uh, churches or uh, Baptists altogether. Uh, and uh, so uh, in the idea of, of contending for the faith in doctrine, uh, we'll have to spend some time uh, on that as well. And, uh, and, and it's really dealing with perseverance in, in marking them uh, that do not walk. 2 Timothy 3, verse 14, the Bible says, But continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and hast been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them. Again, that's faithfulness to what we've, uh, what we've been taught uh, from Scripture. I, I'm thankful for old paths, uh, preachers, uh, those who, um, who have gone on before me. Um, I, I respect them. Um, we have way too much disrespect uh, in Christianity for um, uh, these, and they're passing off the scene. And, uh, and uh, so uh, we, may, we may spend some time and some money uh, honoring some of them, uh, whether it's bringing them here uh, to honor them, have them preach and to honor them, uh, but uh, being thankful for uh, uh, the things that we've learned. I'm thankful for my pastor and all the pastors. Um, not all the pastors that... Uh, that I've worked under or had, have had an influence in my life have stook, uh, stood by the stuff. Uh, some of them have compromised, uh, but even though they've compromised, I'm still thankful uh, for um, what they poured into my life uh, those many, many, many years ago. Uh, and, and I still uh, would like to have some of them out here uh, uh, to uh, to meet the church. Uh, and uh, not the ones who compromise, obviously, uh, but uh, there's a few men uh, that I'd like to have out here uh, in the next couple couple of years uh, to honor them. In um, Romans 2, verse 17, to them by whom, or excuse me, 2, verse 7, to them by patient continuance and well-doing, uh, seek for glory and honor, immortality, and eternal life. So patience, um, uh, when we talk about continuance and perseverance, uh, it needs patience. Talking about trials in the trying of our faith, um, building godly patience, um, patience and hope, looking uh, for the return of Christ uh, in this day and time, uh, where we know that that is uh, it's coming on us pretty pretty close. Colossians one, and verse number twenty three, um, a verse about continuing in faith. So we'll talk about faith, uh, but. Uh, but we'll also uh, in break it down what it is and all of that, uh, Hebrews and elsewhere. But um, but if ye continue in faith is what that scripture says, grounded and settled, and be not moved away from the hope of the gospel which you have heard and which preached to every creature which is under heaven. Um, there's a God, God. intends for us to stay faithful uh, to um, and grounded and settled. Um, grounded and settled means um, if we want if we want new converts, for example to be grounded and settled, um, we have to be proactive in discipleship. Uh, so, the, um, in fact, the discipleship program that we use is continued um, and it's put out by Striving Together Publications. Uh, so we'll, uh, we're going to have a special emphasis on getting people into discipleship. Uh, we've slacked on that uh, in the last couple of years. Um, Acts 14 and uh, verse number 22, along those same lines, confirming the souls of the disciples and exhorting them to continue in the faith, that we must through much tribulation enter into the kingdom of God. Um, exhorting, reproving, you know, all of that, um, um, provoking one another under love and good works. New converts, helping them and exhorting them to continue in the faith. Um, you know, somebody, somebody's not at church. They should, they should be. You know, somebody should call them, <laughs> and not just me. Um, reaching out, and, um, and instead, instead of reaching out, people just like, I wonder why. I wonder why they're not here. Uh, what's going on? Uh, and, and we kind of default into more of a busybody mode uh, than a provoking to love and good works mode. Does that make sense? So if, if you don't if you wonder why someone's not in church, ask them. <laughs> uh, call them, go to their house, whatever, send them a text. Hey, can I meet you for coffee? Hey, what's going on? Uh, and, uh, and if they say, Pastor's a big jerk. Uh, then are like, then you say, well, if you talk to pastor, <laughs> you know, whatever, I mean, that might be a good way to go about it. Uh, but, um, but, chances are, I might not know they feel that way, yeah. mm-hmm. and uh, or or even know um, why it is that uh, they are feeling the way that they are. Uh, but reach out uh, to people and exhort them to continue in the faith. Um, continuing in the Word uh, is another uh, focus that we'll have. Uh, <clears throat> he says in John eight thirty one. Then said Jesus to those Jews which believe on Him, if you continue in my word, then you are my disciples indeed. Um, there's a biblical connection between desire for the sincere miracle of the word, uh, the bread, uh, the water of life. There's all the, the ways that God um, describes it. Uh, but, uh, but getting back to, you know, not, not that our church doesn't get back to the Bible because we preach the Bible and uh, believe the Bible. Uh, but... Um, Getting getting into the Word of God yourself personally. 90-day Bible reading challenge uh, will be upon us in the month of February. If you've not done that, I'm going to challenge you uh, to get involved with it. Um, It would be wonderful to get um, 100% church participation uh, in in reading the Bible. We say That just takes a lot of time. Pastor, if I read my Bible uh, in 90 days, I'm going to have to cut out two hours of television a night. Okay, Um, well, that'd be terrible. Uh, and uh, so, uh, but you can also find time and uh, and uh, during the course of your day uh, to be better stewards of that. Um, continuing in love, um, in Christ's love, John five fifteen nine. As the Father hath loved me, so have I loved you. Continue ye in my love. The Bible says in First Corinthians seven verse thirty seven. Nevertheless, he that standeth steadfast in his heart, having no necessity, but hath power over his own will, uh, is, uh, is uh, the, dealing with this idea of, of, uh, of putting our flesh under subjection uh, and continuing to be steadfast in heart, uh, guarding our heart, making commitments to God, uh, to be more faithful, to be more involved. Uh, and then, of course, uh, one of the uh, most popular ones uh, that deal with steadfastness uh, is 1 Corinthians 15, 58. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain uh, in the Lord. Uh, so the New Testament church, they worship together, they fellowship together, they pray together, they broke uh, broke bread together. Uh, they listened to the apostles' teaching. They studied the word of God together. Uh, they shared together in, um, in resources. Again, um, we're not going to like, okay, you, you know, stewardship time. You know, I love my church. I'm not going to try to convince everybody to join a commune. <laughs> all right? Uh, let's all pool all of our money together, and, and then you know, we just pay everybody's bills out of that money. Uh, and uh, that's not what we're, what we're going to do. Uh, but benevolence. Um, making sure that, that somebody in our church has a need, uh, that we're aware of that need. Uh, and um, um, there's uh, instances like, I think I referenced not too long ago, somebody uh, in a church that's, con- they're constantly, constantly just talking about, their, you know, what state their life is in or what their needs are and just on and on and on and on. And, um, and, and I, I, I wanted, it's like, you know, what church do you go to? How come your church is not helping you? Uh, and um, so, so being more aware of, whether that's me communicating that uh, in discreet ways, um, uh, maybe even not just like just we need to raise money for this person or for that person or we need to be a blessing in this way. Uh, and it could be as, as simple as uh, we have people in our church that need somebody to go buy groceries for them. Not to pay for the groceries, but the actual just going to the store and getting the groceries. Uh, and um, and so there are times where people are like I don't know what I can do in the ways that I can serve. There are numerous ways. We have people who have, uh, who yeah, are sick yeah. and have cancers and, uh, and all kinds of different health issues, and um, they need somebody to mow their grass, you know, or you know just uh, pick up something from Walmart. Uh, and and uh, I think we need to be more aware. I think we can get in our own lives so heavily that we don't see that. And, um, and so we'll have more opportunities uh, in the future uh, to be a blessing. Uh, and so, um, you know, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, the, you know, the church, um, it, we're not talking about being a, uh, a commune, but, uh, but a more of an emphasis upon community uh, and, and loving one another and helping each other. Uh, and, and that's really um, one of the biggest blessings of being part of a local church uh, is when, when you can care for people and be cared for. Remember, uh, you know, an investment in somebody else's crisis is a future investment in your own. And, uh, and so there's going to be a time where you have need uh, that people will need to come uh, to your aid. And so uh, there'll be opportunities for us to dig deep uh, in some respects, other times uh, some more um, uh, menial types of stuff and ways that we can help that might not uh, cost a whole lot uh, but can go a long way. Uh, with all of that so that's really um, uh, there's there's more and uh, and we'll say more when we get into it uh, but we'll spend a lot of time in Acts chapter number two uh, and looking at New Testament churches uh, from the book of Acts uh, in reference to that layout there uh, and then really talk about um, sticking with it and staying and in, in going forward uh, and continuing and being steadfast uh, and having said all that I'm done uh, let's all stand And uh, we're going to pray again uh, towards that end.